passed in a world called Spanth. The land was ripped asunder and the ocean turned black in a cataclysm called the Marring. Boros survived, a land of long-lost magic, mythic beasts, and meddling gods. It is here we follow a tale, a tale of heroes, heroes we call. of Dragon Town. Hello, welcome to the Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town, yes. an original Dungeons and Dragons adventure. My name is Jamie. I am your host and game master, and to my left we have the ghost named Justice Donatello. Whiskers. I was trying to think of like a boo <laughs> thing to put in there. <laughs> boo. Boo whiskers. <laughs> Rodri Wilder Swibfids. Chevin Dunkelston. Gallivan Aurelis. John Cumberland. And with our recap, I believe we have Danny. Hey, again. it's me again. Last time on MQBD. Woo! The gang entered the spire of the Whispering Winds in hopes of reviving the fallen whiskers, where they met the augur, Corvida, an elven woman who told them that they had been expecting their party and that she was going to help them. They took the elevator to the altar of the unveiling to commence a ritual of uncertain nature. Meanwhile, Whiskers had an out-of-body experience and was greeted by Coltwell, the god of harvest and life cycles. He informed Whiskers that he was about to face judgment, and Whiskers, wanting more than anything to see his goddess in person, quote-unquote, urged him to get on with whatever was going to happen. Whiskers was whisked away Jeez. into a space of darkness where he faced judgment in front of the gods, a number of which Rodane was clearly absent. The god Foldeus mm. was to be the judge that decided whether or not Whiskers would get another chance at life. Mm. And perhaps justice after all. Ooh! Very was, upset about that. Yeah, by why the way. was Rodane not yeah, there? Yeah, we didn't talk about that. No Rodane's one knows. A, oh speak. Until right now, when you know. Oh, cool. <laughs> cool. Oh. Do we know now? <laughs> Episode's over. Uh, yeah. Jamie just blasted information into our foreheads. Yeah! I just saw a bunch of rainbows for a minute. Now I understand everything. I opened the rainbow bridge. Mm. So, we smash cut two. Whiskers, you are on top of this cloud in the vastness of space. You can't smash cut from nothing. That's true. It's a black screen. Yeah, black screen. Right? It's not a, sma it's not a, a smash cut. cut. It's oh, a smash cut. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure it's a smash cut. No, smash cut. Anyway, we smash cut to Tholdeus, this giant thunder god standing, towering above you, going, if there is anyone to speak, speak now. We will start with the defense. And anyway, go, we'll go. So, this tabaxi fellow here. Hello. He, yes, that's him. He is a quite gentle creature. Very kind, very nice. Uh, honestly, he... Uh, he was on his way to great, great things. I personally do believe that he was good in life, and he would be good if he were to continue in life. But, that is rather here than there. I think he was quite good and should go to the afterlife. Where's Rodane? Nobody answers you. Gaul chimes in. This catman claims to have lived a good life, but actually his motivations were quite bad. He did it all for the fame and the glory. Anoki. <laughs> the what? 
You heard it. The nook come on. The what? Come on. <laughs> no, I mean, come on. The nook. <laughs> you can take that cookie and stick it up your. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and then, Love it. anyway, Gaul continues by saying, He belongs with me. Very well. You may all else speak now. At which point. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Before that happens, Soldiers goes, We will now. Begin the usual way. Okay, go. And then all of a sudden, uh, there is a giant skeletal frost wolf that appears that just like darts through the sky like like crazily leaps through the sky (laughs) and just goes, He's mine! Yes, yes, we all know, Srak. Anyone else? (laughs) And then a grandfatherly figure an old wizened man, very gentle, very kind, with the sweetest eyes, will will appear in the sky, towering above you, and he will go, He's a true friend who lost one family and then made another. And then another. And he was true to each of them. And That's then he will disappear. And he will disappear. Actually, no, it was not. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that was your boy Apalian. <laughs> then it will be replaced by a series of a dark shadowy cloud of mouths chattering Ooh. incessantly just there's like a drone of <laughs> that appears all of a sudden and you all hear that he lived a lie he claimed that he was a hero that he had slain an ogre he was none of these things he was not a hero he was a fraud plain and true he left of one of his own kind amerigo meow meow he left him to die and then this figure as quick as it came immediately dissipates out of view <laughs> Merigo meow meow is not one of mine. And then, as you say that, a a tall, dark-skinned figure with white beard and white hair appears, large as all the cosmos will appear and go, No, he was not very wise, but he certainly had a lot of travels ahead of him to get wise. He had a long way to go on his journey. And then he will immediately disappear and be replaced by a tall, fat woman wearing a large, jagged black crown with like rubies and jewels encrusting almost every bit of her garments. And 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 the crown is it looks heavy, like it's pressing into the top of her forehead. And she will go. Well, I'll say one thing. I'll praise him for this. In fact, his ambition was admirable. He clawed and scraped as hard as he could to get to the top. He hunted for glory with some of the best. I will say, I admire him for this. And then she disappears in a, in a spiral tornado of coin. And then a man shows up, a well-dressed man in vest and coat with a like pinstripe coat and like almost like a like a very smooth, almost like zoot suits, you guys would know, zoot suit style fedora showing up, and his eyes are the snake eyes of a dice. And he's got ace of I am he's got, tripping balls right now. <laughs> yeah, no, so we cool. all are. I hope guys, you guys are doing li- drugs at home. <laughs> guys, if you didn't listen to the last last episode, you might want to go re-listen to it if you don't know what the fuck is going on. I mean, I was there and I don't know. Who any of these people <laughs> That's are. That's a good point. Um, and then 
Snake uh, eyes. Yeah, and then old Snake Eyes shows up with playing cards sticking out of most crevices of his suit, and he kind of steps forward and he goes, <laughs> and he's actually not towering. He's about Whiskers' height, but he shows up boop, like a little blip in your distance, Whiskers, and he goes, you know, he took chances, <laughs> a lot of them. Me, like a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, like nine of them. I'll <laughs> uh, be real. It was pretty fun uh, for me, at least. Um, yeah, it's just a. It's just too bad this one didn't pay off. And then he will poof, disappear, and then flames will shoot up ah! in a geyser from almost from right <laughs> below you, scaring you, Whisker. And then it will veer off to the side right before it hits you. And then a tall, towering figure with horns, but in the same in the same nice suit that the last one was wearing, kind of a, a crisp suit, exactly as red as his skin, with large red horns, staring down at you with like a very handsome face and a very endearing smile, with steepled fingers as well, stares down at you, and he goes. He was vain. He was arrogant. And he violently attacked many creatures and people on his time on Spanth. Those Yenogs, they don't know any better. Those guards were, well, they were just following orders and, well, that ogre we all know has a family. That's... I mean, I think it's a pretty open and shut case. And then he disappears in a hail of fire that streaks across the cosmos. And then the stars themselves begin to twinkle with mystery. And more stars appear in the sky, more and more and more. And then they all start to swarm towards you, Whisker, and get right up close to your face. As like a, they're like a, a ball of fireflies, only with the intensity of little dots of stars. And then they immediately shoot out. And they become a unicorn flying through the air, amazingly, with like sparkles just like flowing behind it. And then that, but that, then that unicorn has its face facing away from you, and then it turns back towards you, and it's a skull. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. And then the unicorn <laughs> turns into <laughs> the unicorn turns into a giant frog, and then the frog turns into a thousand tiny, normal human-sized eyeballs that begin to swirl in a mass, oh, and it begins nice. to go. We all know what can happen to him and what can't happen to him with a little thing called prophecy. <laughs> Isn't that right? Veil. And then the eyeballs immediately burst like bubbles. They like like as if they were not even there to begin with. And then all of a sudden, w without even popping into existence, as if she has just always been there, there is a figure, tall, and her body shifts between a tall woman wearing all black with raven feathers covering her body and tall, furrowed eyebrows, uh, black skin all the way, all the way up, wearing a tall, pointed, pointed, almost like a like a pope's hat if it were all black and covered in feathers. And she Ooh. stares down at you and her skin is constantly shifting between being normal solid matter and shifting birds that like, you see like a bird beak po poke out here and a feather poke out there and it kind of ruffles for a second and all of it goes still and then she just stares down at you and she just has a look on her face like the angriest parent who is just disappointed has just been disappointed by a a child or maybe by a dog shitting in their lawn it's hard to say probably same, that same. one yeah what what meanwhile you all reach the top of the spire you are in the clouds. 
at this point. You can kind of see other peaks of mountain far off in the distance, kind of encroaching up into the clouds. But it is like like you kind of have to gather gather yourself a little bit. You are up very high, and there are three pointed uh, kind of columns that go up and up and up into a point and kind of loom down over this main area, kind of focused at one end of this clearing. And this clearing has a long, smooth, rocky. Uh, basically table, but it's a solid all the way down, and it is just very very clean. Uh, there, it looks to be not very dirty, um, and uh, when the auger, Corvida, when you all <laughs> arrive at the top, Corvida just gestures to it and bows her head as if to signal you to place the body on the altar of unveiling. What a wonder this is. I'll um, need a hand with him. I will help you. You got me to get on as well. I'm small and weak. <laughs> yes, we know. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we, we got it. Okay, Bondry, to, you gotta help anyway, come you on. Stay okay, yeah, I'll help. Foot. Yes, I grab a uh, foot. So, yeah, between you all, you you all lift whiskers onto the altar, and and the clouds are heavy overhead, and they swirl ominously, and Corvida, the auger, Raises, she has a black staff in hand. You're not sure you saw her with before, but she kind of, it has like these sharp uh, wings that kind of swirl around a little bit. They swirl around this this kind of black obsidian eye that it tops her staff that she carries with with her. And she says to you all, well, I will begin the ritual now. If you have anything to say, now is the time to say it. And she kind of backs up and and raises her arms and gives herself some space, and she starts to swirl her staff in a circle. And she starts muttering some words, uh, some some arcane words, and the wind starts to pick up and swirl around all of you. Come back soon, Whiskers. So before you, you say said, that you and said ruin I had my everything, one chance to <laughs> no, 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 no. You have a little bit. That. She she implies that she have a little bit of time, and then me, Jamie, will let you know exactly what the fuck <laughs> is going on right now. Okay. Welcome to the resurrection challenge. Oh, what? Hey, welcome to the resurrection challenge, the newly dead game. Oh, I don't know about yes, you do. Look into your heart. You know. All of the players can offer to contribute to this ritual via skill checks. I will ask you to make a skill check based on your form of contribution. The DC of the check adjusting to how helpful or impactful I feel the contribution would be to the ritual. So you all can join in. For example, uh, an example of this would be praying to the god of Whiskers, which might require a religion check based on uh, how well you do and how well you phrase that uh, basically praying to that god. Whereas loudly demanding that the soul of the fallen to return from the ether might require a charisma intimidation check. Um, maybe set at a higher difficulty level, but that depends on how well you do it. Um, so if, if you're, if you're, what you contribute is perfectly kind of in keeping or very well put uh, or let's just say I may or may not grant advantage depending on how appropriate your contribution is so we will go around now and everybody will be giving will be telling me what 
kind of contribution they would be offered, and I will let you know what kind of skill check you will be making to contribute to this resurrection challenge. Let's start with John. <laughs> John Cumberland, what would you- Wait, who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. John, you know, you're there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you, do you want to say some kind words, or I don't know what you're, I don't know what you like to do. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna, um, John's gonna just watch this soberly. Uh, hold one hand on his staff, and he's just sitting there, just kind of staring at, at whiskers on this on this thing after he put him down. Awesome. Um, and basically, he's just going to um, he's going to dig into his bag, and he's gonna uh, he's gonna pull out his hammer, and he's just gonna look at it for a second. His carpenter's hammer. Yeah, his carpenter's hammer. Okay. And uh, he puts it in whiskers' paw and closes it over it. And he says. Uh, you know, uh, didn't really know you very well, buddy, but, uh, I feel like, uh, you could probably use this better than I could, wherever you are right now. And then he just backs up. That's all he says. Cool. I will also mention, successful checks reduce the difficulty check of the final resurrection check. Failed challenges and contributions increase the difficulty of the resurrection check. Great. Oh, boy. Well, I'm still doing that. <laughs> and yeah. the game is on. The game is afoot, my friends. So, um, that sounds to me like a religion check. Uh, I would say you can roll either a... Do you have proficiency in religion, John? No. Okay. Well, then, John, please roll me either proficiency a... proficiency in thieves' tools. No. <laughs> did you pick Whiskers, the lock to Whiskers' is heart? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, I did. <laughs> no, what you're going to roll is either a wisdom or a charisma check. Okay. That is up to you. And I'm going to roll a charisma check. Okay. I have set the difficulty. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, 12. Okay. Does that meet a DC? Does that, that meet a DC of 12? That is a contribution. Failure. Oh, Ooh, fuck. baby. The difficulty Sorry, is increased. <laughs> Great. Dang, bro. I don't know this guy. Wait, what is he? True. He's not even part of the party. Yeah, I'm surprised I went first. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so is everyone else. I um, thought it was sweet. Thanks. Who would like to go next? I will go. I have quite yeah. a few things I would like to do if that's okay. Uh, yeah, please. For the record, I did think your contribution was touching. It was a touching contribution. Yeah. I'm sorry you didn't yeah. succeed. Um, can I cast Guidance on Corvida? Absolutely, yes. Absolutely. Okay, so she gets a D4 to whatever ability check she wants. Excellent. In the next uh, one minute. So nice. Hopefully. I mean, I'll do it. I'll do it towards the end when she's yeah, for sure. And Jeez. then I'm going to put my scepter in Whiskers' hands. Okay. Or lay it across Ooh. his chest if oh, he doesn't shit. have a sword with him. Okay. And say, let Lumen guide you. Let his light guide you back. And I'm going to use favored by the gods, but ask that it be transferred to Whiskers. I'm just going to blow that slot. Ooh. I'm going to use, I'm going to give him all my right. font. So I have a font of magic. I'm going to just like burn all those. Interesting. I'm going to burn favored by the gods. Interesting. While I play my fiddle. And I'll say, listen to my sound. Follow my sound back. Roll me a d20. No mods. 14. Okay. Now, roll me 
your contribution check. I'm, I think this is because you're you're relying heavily on the moon. I think I'm, this is a religion check. I'm playing the fiddle too, so either. I think this is a religion, religion? check. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Uh, but but it's gonna be a religion. Uh, what do you use for you use charisma? charisma? Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a religion cool. charisma so check. That's the same thing. Add your like... yeah, perfect. Ooh. That's a twenty-one. That is a success. Nicely done. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, man. Rondri or Chevin? Who would like to go? Um, I have some ideas. So I think Chevin is just going to start talking direct to Vale. Yeah, you guys are up in the clouds. There are clouds swirling overhead. Wind is like whipping around at this point. All of your clothes and armor are kind of being whipped up by the wind. Vale, we all know that you're not gonna do nothing. Not saying you can't, just saying you won't. So I don't even know why we're up here. Y'all look like fools praying to this God who's got other concerns, doesn't care about us. Fate. Ha <laughs> ha! That boar chose Whiskers' fate, not you, Vale. And I'm gonna start walking back to the elevator. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's gonna, in the middle of the spire I'm gonna, area. I'm gonna grab Pence and say, come on, come on, girl. It's enough of this nonsense. She will immediately pull her hand back and go, no, no, stop. Stop, what are you doing? Well, whatever, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna leave without you, but I guess I'll just sit over here in the corner and watch all this malarkey go down. We'll see, we'll see what happens. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm doing a, Little reverse psychology. <laughs> oh, is that what you're doing? <laughs> so that's gonna be a deception check for mm. sure. Uh, please roll me a deception check. Please roll me a deception check. Um, because it's so gangsta. <laughs> because it's so gangsta. Because so in character. And it's so in character. You can roll it with advantage. You piece of shit. Oh, I give him my it's inspiration. very, it's very perfect. You don't have inspiration. You never have, and you never will. It's a twenty-five. Jesus! <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Nice. Thumbs up. All right, that's a definite success. The difficulty was high, by the way. <laughs> um, Advantage, but high difficulty. Yeah, like it. I was like, I like. That. Oh, he's being a real shithead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna set the DC high. Rondre. Uh, I'm gonna go through like my books and see if there's any sort of like totally. historical things about raising the dead or some sort of like magic or alchemical or technological things I can do to help with this. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah, just roll me a religion check. I want to do it in like an artificer's lore type of way. It's going to be a religion check because as far as you know, there is no technology, artificer tech or otherwise that can bring people back from the dead. Yeah, but like I, I add twice my proficiency bonus if I do. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. I hear you. Yeah. Uh, but you don't. No, but like. No, I hear you. Okay. I think what Jamie is saying is um, suck it. Yes. <laughs> that is essentially. Thank you, Noah. That is essentially exactly what I am saying. All right. All right. All right. But like if I were just to like look through right, no. my books. And, okay. Well, that's a that's a <gasps> one. That's a one. Oh. You know what? Advantage? You no, <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't. You didn't bring any religious. You realize now. You left all your books in Eureka's back at the fucking cloister. 
you have only books on artificing with you mm. and technology and and constructs and whatnot. What would you like to do? Uh, fail. Unfortunately, you feel... Well, no, no, that's not your contribution. That was just you looking up, trying to look up. What do you uh, do? Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. It's, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That was you looking up what to do in this situation according to gods and resurrection and all that. You find you you have no information. And also, you are very troubled by this, this, this fact that you don't know what to do in this circumstance. Okay. Um, I'm going to um, walk over to Whiskers and put my hand... Uh, like in his hand, like hold his hand. Mm. And I'm gonna be like, There's uh, like a scepter and a hammer, and there's a scepter in one and a hammer in the other. So I just like grab one of the hands that has the scepter. Yeah. Cool. You grab the hand that has and the scepter. And I go, uh, uh, Wow, I, uh, really, oh, geez, okay. I've never really had to do this before, but, uh, um, hey. Eurekus, it's me, Rodri. Uh, I know we don't talk much, uh, but uh, you're 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 great, bad, and uh, I. Uh, amen. <laughs> Pen, having not heard what you said, Disadvantage. comes up behind you and puts her hand on your shoulder, and she goes, "You spoke from the heart." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And please, please roll me a wisdom religion check. Wisdom religion check. Well, actually. <laughs> An intelligence religion check. Yes. Because Eurekus is the only fucking god that goes on relig- uh, intelligence. Uh, 14. That's a fail. Yeah. What does Pen do? Pen. Also, after. Where's the gavel? The gavel's there. I Somebody has sure the gavel, yeah. Grab the gavel. Okay. Yeah, one of you has the gavel. Roger one of you probably the put the gavel over his chest. Gavel, yeah, yeah, probably. You like heave it onto his chest, stab him through the chest with it. <laughs> Whiskers comes back. He's back. Oh my god! And then Message immediately dies. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, Pen, Pen, Rondri. After you say that, and Pen's hand is still kind of on your shoulder, she kind of puts your he- her head against your shoulder. Um, and after, and after you say that, you kind of tear away from the altar a little bit. And Pen, Pen steps up to the altar, and there's a little step right in front of it, and she kind of just gets up and, and leans over Whiskers' body, and she just whispers over it. While she pulls out um, Chera's dagger, and she holds it against Whiskers' body, and she kind of just strokes his cheek, and, and she's just she just lets a few tears fall, and she just says, "Please, please, please, let him come back. He he was my he was my friend." He was my very best friend. And he protected me. And he was good. If anyone deserves to come back. Anyone. It's him. Chevin's crying in the corner. She just plops her head down on his on his face and just is like 
bawling all over his face. And that's a success. Yeah, she, she baby. rolled. She 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 rolled a. Uh, she rolled well. We heard the success. Yeah, I was gonna say. We felt the success. I'm glad. I'm glad you all heard the. I'm just gonna yeah. roll to see how many tears I've cried. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty. Five. Five. That's a decent number <laughs> of tears. Uh, so, the wind picks up, and it starts lightly drizzling on top of the spire. Meanwhile, <laughs> whiskers. Back in the vast black void of space. Whiskers is sitting on his knees with his arms limp head down during this whole trial. Vale is staring at you. And it's, she stares at you for what feels like an eternity. Before you realize like the silence must end at some point. This is so bizarre. Yeah, I'll slowly look up. And as you do, standing beside Vale is a... Glorious, pristine white figure. Oh, baby. <laughs> glowing. <laughs> simply glowing with white light. Whiskers will we start to cry. Wearing a resplendent, beautiful white crown and and robes adorned with beautiful white roses. Yes. And th- just a regal, powerful woman with long white hair clasps her hand and is staring down at you with the most merciful look. And she is weeping. So it's open it's white, like like glowing crystalline white tears that fall and fall down through space. Fifteen she, of them. Fifteen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fifteen crystalline white tears. And she is looking down at you, Whiskers, and her gaze completely just penetrates your heart and soul entirely. And but she has the most despondent look on her face. She is so sad looking down at you. And yet when you look at her, it gets a little bit better. Lieutenant, thank you. I am so sorry for not coming sooner. I'm sorry, I'm the one that's sorry. And she kind of looks as if to address the rest of the the figures that may be floating out in this vast void of space. I... I love this one dearly. And after a word with Vale, and she gestures to Vale, the thought of his fate that awaits him was almost too much for me to bear. Please forgive me for that. And she looks to you and she goes, and for all the events that have yet to transpire. Then I will do anything for you. I know. Please swear to me one thing. Anything. Do not ever change yourself. No matter what happens here and now, Stay just as you are, for you are perfect. <gasps> oh, jeez. Your wish is my command, my queen. And I'll put my uh, right arm to my... Oh, nice. I didn't even get that. Uh, perfect. I put my right... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dumb. Oh, my God. That's great. I put my right arm to my left breast 
in the, you know, form of respect and get mm. down on one knee, get in front of him. Yeah. If I may ask you of one thing, I will do my best, but please protect my friends through all this. You know I'll go to the ends of the earth for you, but I want them to live through this. I will do all that I can. Justice will prevail. Do not worry. As it always does. Yes. And she kind of lifts her hand and, and white petals kind of fall <gasps> down over your shoulders. Uh, snow, put, snowfall upon your shoulders. I put my hands up in the yes. air, like, mm-hmm. just breathing it all in. Yeah. I love you, Rodane. I'm so sorry. And she makes, like, a genuine connection with you. She, like, stares you deep in the eye. <gasps> and then... She disappears in in white sparkles and gossamer, like she like floats away into space. And the face of Fuldeus appears behind her, and he goes, "I am ready to deliver my verdict." Jared, please roll me a charisma persuasion check. <laughs> yes. And if you have any final words for Fuldeus, you may deliver them now. All I want to say to you, Thulbeus, <laughs> is one, you're looking very good. Very fit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and number two. There's like a low thunder rumble as he like... <laughs> there, yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. Number two. There was an evil voice that spoke to my friends and I when I after I died. And uh, so I think some, you know, some bad times are coming. And all I've got to say is, when I go back down there, I'm going to stop them. And I'm not going to let anything get in my way of that. Wait, before you check that, just so you know, for all the times, I I haven't even seen what it is yet, just so everybody knows. Um, I don't know if it's good, I don't know if it's bad, but because, (laughs) because Jared... I have told you guys many times that if you roll, if you do something that hinders your character or that is so in character, even though it it disappoints the rest of the party, such as falling to your knees and crying or such as like just like curling up in fetal position and weeping because, you know, you're so scared of fire or whatever. I have told you, Jared, personally, multiple times that I would give you inspiration if that were to happen. And I have failed you because I haven't given you inspiration fucking ever for that. And I feel like a poopy head. So just, well, no, no, I mean, like. I'm glad somebody said it. Yeah, Danny's, Danny's (laughs) stoked about that. You are poopy head. I was like, thank you. Well, I just wanted to there. make up for that. For this check, you have advantage. Holy what did you balls. get? It's a 20. I rolled a 12. <laughs> wait, oh wait, it's a charisma check? It's a charisma a persuasion check. Persuasion check. I rolled a 15. Okay. I rolled a 19. Okay. That's better. <laughs> that is better. Wait, then a 15? 19 is higher than 15, yes. Oh. Our best jokes are about numbers, I think. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All our jokes are about oh numbers. Meanwhile, back at the top of the spire, now comes the final resurrection check. The final resurrection check. No, David, that was such <laughs> yeah, a strange that and was horrible. perfect, dude. Yeah. Wow. Now I'm like they're... really impressed Wait, is David with leaving? How did yeah. he... Wow. All right, see you later, David. All right, wow. bye. Wow. That's a good one. <laughs> Somebody cue the door closed noise. <laughs> Jesus. Uh... Anyway, this is the final roll. There is no modifier applied to this roll. There is just the DC that has been reduced by your checks. John with a fail. 
McAlevin with a success, Crobin with a success, or Chevin with a success, and Rondry with a fail. Pen with and pen. And pen with a success. Thank you. And I was going to get there. And there's guidance, too. And there is guidance. You cheeky bugger. Yeah. So, it. because of all this, you guys have done very well, I will say. Thanks, Dad. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, the DC for this is one. What? That is all that needs to be rolled. Anything a two or higher, what? there is no modifier added to this D20. Well, I'm going to roll it out in the open. Even with the D4 added to it? Even with the D4 added to it. The D4, add, I added it to the lowering of the D6. Okay. So it's, if, it's a, if it's a one. If it is a one, Whiskers is gone forever. Oh, shit. If it is a two <laughs> oh, or no. higher, Whiskers comes back. Oh, boy. Let us decide this now. Jesus. And Jared, I'm going to come here. I'm going to roll it. I want you to be the only one to see it because I want you to confirm it. Okay. And then I want to, because I want to include you on how it's revealed. You can use uh, Jamie's mic. Jared just came around the table. He's sitting on Jamie's lap and they're both naked. Hey guys, I'm here from Jamie's mic. Ooh. Here we go. (laughs) Oh God. Don't say what it is. Go and have a seat. This is me not saying what it is. All right. It takes about 20, maybe 30 minutes, but for all you know, it feels like an eternity. The wind picks up, rain starts pouring. The downpour is intense and the wind is howling. The wind is, wind is or sorry, the rain is pouring with a melancholy passion over all of you. The ground, the stone floor that you're standing on is slick. You are up high and everything seems to build to a crescendo. The sky the dark clouds are swirling above all of you. Whisker Corvida, swirling her staff, then starts to approach the altar and holds her hand over Whisker's chest. And the howling wind dies. The melancholy rain dies. The tabaxi Whiskers, Donatello Whiskers, <gasps> oh shit. Ouchies. He's back. See, I told you. He's bad. back. Whiskers oh, uh, shoots it up. It worked. Oh. And half, he, he shoots up, but he kind of like shoots up too fast and rolls onto his left side and rolls off the table. Ah. What? Pen uh, immediately runs up to you and you immediately start coughing and you cough up this this hard kind of tiny thing that spits out onto the ground and kind of ting, ting, ting across the ground. Is it alive? Uh, not as far as you can tell. I'm like laying down on my left side like, and I use my right arm to pick up what it was. Yeah, it's a tiny shriveled up hard as a rock cave grub. It's like that little grub that fell on you. It is, it is like shriveled up into a little ball like a roly poly almost. I put it down on the ground and smash it with my fist. Shatters. Say hi to the queen for me. And then I'll roll <laughs> onto my back. Nuts. And you guys see when I roll onto my back that both my eyes are still really puffy. Uh, but I start scratching at the right one and a lot of pus and stuff comes mm-hmm. out. But my eye is like working under there. But the other one is still like really fat. Also, the sky begins, okay. to, the clouds in the sky <laughs> begin to clear and a rainbow seems to form Aww. far off in the distance. And Whiskers, you, know. you have no memory of what happened when you were gone. 
What do you mean? Like, I don't remember seeing Rodane? You have a very pleasant feeling. And actually, you do remember everything Rodane said to you, but everything else is completely, it's like a vague, it's like a dream. Okay. But Rodane's words ring true in your ears, and you know in your heart that she said them to you. You have a nine, uh, minus four penalty to all attack rolls, saving throws, and ability checks. And every time you finish a long rest, the penalty is reduced by one until it disappears. To what? Until it's zero. To what? I don't understand. To attack roll, saving throws, and ability checks. You have resurrection sickness. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you you can gain them I back. I was just by, trying to say that in I'm a very mean, boring like kind of way. I'm a disease. It. it doesn't matter. Okay, because it's not a disease. Oh. <laughs> Death is the ultimate disease. I guess. So I'm immune to it. Jevin, <laughs> oh, oh shit! Jevin's in the corner, still sobbing, Guys, just staring Whisker, over. Donatello Whiskers rises. Raise the roof. Roll to raise the roof. Sorry, Jevin, I cut you off. It's fine. My emotions don't matter. No, they do. <laughs> Speak nah, they them. Don't. Speak your truth. Whiskers coming back. Come on, Jevin. Jevin. Jevin's just sobbing. That's all. Oh. Pen is sobbing as well. He's just standing in the corner, just sobbing. Just staring out. There's no more rain, but there's. How many tears? 20 tears! That's a shit ton of tears. That's a crit cry, baby. Whiskers will crawl with using his right leg and his right arm over to Chevin. I'm gonna uh, go help him up. Yeah, I'll go help him up yeah. as well. And I'll Welcome clap back, them to your friend. feet now. And I'll hug Galvin and I'll hug John and I'll make eyes with Rondri. And as they bring <laughs> me over to Chevin, I'll just hug Chevin and let him cry into Whiskers' shoulder. I go over to Penn and I go, told you so. You didn't know that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> no, you didn't. Prove it. I hate you. <laughs> and she like kind of punches you in the arm a little bit, and she, and she smiles. She actually cracks a smile for the first time since Whiskers has gone away. She goes, "You're very stupid." No, I'm really smart. Shut up. <laughs> and she walks away from you, and she Whiskers. She falls on you and just clasps her <laughs> arms around your neck and hugs you so tight. Uh, I'll hug her back. You still have the dagger pen? Of course I do. Excellent. I wasn't going to about to give up that prime killing device. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That a girl. What the heck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who is this girl? Only joking. Sweet Rodane. Speaking of Rodane. Can I look at all of you? I fucking spoke to her. What? Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> and I'll put both my arms in the air, but real. Oh, no, I'll put one in the air, and I can't raise my other arm, and I'm like, oh, what the devil? I can't move my left side. And I'll rub oh. uh, my left chest where the grub kind of went in. Mm -hmm. It feels totally fine now. It feels like it's a little sore, oh. the left part of your chest. No, 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 it's a little sore, but you can, it, it, it is like, like you can feel the pain easing off of your oh, chest. Okay. Yeah. As you Man, rub it. I guess I don't have to rub this anymore. <laughs> is there still a bone sticking out? Oh, yeah. Yes, there is. There is still a bone sticking out. I was going to ask that. And his left eye is swollen shut. You can't even see his left eye. I'm going to grab my scepter mm -hmm. and, um, just like, like, catch some moonlight and then place it on them and cure wound. The bone will snap back. You get five hit points back. Uh, the, the arm heals itself, but I still can't move my left arm or my right leg or my left leg. Do you smell burnt toast? I did. 
the auger Corda is just kind of looking over all of you, and she she's kind of breathing heavily. It's been a little oh, I'm bit. I'm sorry. Of... Can we do a group hug, by the way? The whole group hugs. I yeah, I assume that happened. Yeah, yeah kind of, sure. But we should say it. Yeah. Everybody runs over and hugs Whiskers. Yeah, cat pile. Cat pile. Oh. John's uh, just leaning on his staff, just smiling and just watching this. Yeah, with you're standing next to Berga, and Berga kind of yeah. puts her hand on your shoulder and looks at you and smiles mm-hmm. and, and looks he, back at them. He smiles back at her, just enjoying the moment with this woman. Wow. Yeah, yes. Miracles of Vale. It's incredibly. He was dead, and now he's alive. <laughs> 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 the the auger Corvida kind of casts a glance over her shoulder, a sharp turn towards you, and she goes. Yes, quite. <laughs> and I look at her, and my eyes go to the numbers on her neck, mm-hmm. and for the second time. Well, I guess you never, y'all never saw this, but John opens his eyes, and you see he makes eyes with her, and they're not that kind of eyes, guys. Oh, not that kind of eyes. You see blue eyes with gold flecks in them, and he just looks at her for a second, looks to the her neck. Looks back at her eyes and then turns back away from them. From okay. Corbida. None of you notice anything because you're so busy hugging whiskers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so. A rainbow. <laughs> oh, what the? <laughs> That's not my voice. What is my voice? <laughs> you don't. You forgot your voice. You've been dead for yes. two episodes. Right? Yeah, two episodes. Um, yeah, so Corvida kind of uh, stands, starts like standing over you guys, and as you wake up, you make eye contact with her, and she looks down at you and kind of cracks a slight smile and looks down at you, and she goes, Welcome back. Thank you, Miss Lady. I am the Augur, Corvida. And you, I gather, are Justice Donatello Whiskers. The pure, indubitably. Mm. Welcome back. Thank you. Good to be back. Ha! It is good to have you. It is so good to have you, Whiskers. So good to see you, Ben. And we made it to the spire, I take it, because we're super high up right now. And then you guys, the wind kicks up, and you all realize exactly how high up you are as you all are kind of pushed a little bit closer to the edge. And we did it. We completed what the Oracle wanted us to do. Well, we don't have the keys of Eon yet. Ah, yes, the keys of Eon. You are the second to come bearing those words. The what? what? The keys of Eon. It is not of your concern. We are. Uh, we have been tasked to find them, and it is something that we are looking for. But okay. Who was the first one to come looking? Let me guess. Justice. Tambotcha. No, I was thinking Justice <laughs> Wolfgang. Tambotcha. <laughs> 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 Um, well, I don't know who this Tam Botcher is. He's a douche. (laughs) Shall not be allowed in the spire as long as I am, Augur. But the last to visit were indeed an older man who did call himself a justice and a quiet, older gnome man some while back. I will show you what I showed them, and then you must leave. Oh, my Dane. Ron, we've finally done it. Yes, we have. Show us, bird lady. Sorry, what, Gallivan? I was just going to say, my lady, thank you for all your services. And Yeah, thank you, and um, 
<clears throat> Thanks to Vail. We can never repay you. <laughs> yes, do not thank me. Indeed. Throw your praise to Vail. Hail Vale. Hail Vale. Also hail Rodane, because she had a pretty big part in this as well as she has a big part in everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are but vessels for our gods, but if there's anything this vessel can do for this vessel, then I am yours. I have a hard time following you there, but what'd you say? Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Do not worry. I understand it. I understood him as plain as day. And she kind of arches an eyebrow in your direction. And she goes, follow me and you all will receive the answers you have long sought. Even his answers? And I'm point to uh, uh, Galvin. Maybe not to his most recent queries, but... I have made no queries. I have only made an offer. Fair enough. But I would love to know what else she has seen in my future. Follow me. Were those innuendos or I'm not following? <laughs> innuendos. <laughs> What's an innuendo? She, she leads you here? all over to the, the chain pulley little elevator system they got. I have my arm around, I guess, Chevin and Galvin mm -hmm. so I can walk with yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of help you along. Yeah. Uh, you all make it there. And the monk that is working the elevator is like, down again, auger. She goes, yes. This guy is fucking jaded. <laughs> Holy no. shit. He definitely is. <laughs> yeah, you all learned that uh, this little um, this little jaded douchey, uh, <laughs> this little, j <laughs> sorry, this little jaded douchey uh, uh, monk. No, no, it's not Cygnus this time. Um, this is, uh, <laughs> what's this fucking name? <laughs> this fucker's name is Braun. And so Braun is like, all right, here we go. Hold on to something. Welcome back. He like looks to you, whiskers. He's like, yeah. I nodded him. I'll take a strap like on the ceiling, you know, like a in a subway. I assume they're there. Thanks. There, are, there is nothing to grab onto. <laughs> <laughs> he just said grab onto. There is nothing to grab onto, I despite grab him saying that. Speaking yeah. rhetorically. Yeah, basically. Uh, and the chain, the pulley system kind of kicks on, and you all start lowering down the spire as this abstract glass obsidian kind of bird uh, thing above you kind of morphously starts flapping again as you all start to uh, be lowered down the spire. I will digitate white petals falling around the, um, the, the crow. Cool. Shadow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The white petals fall atop all of you. Uh, just oh. kind of rain down and, and the monks of the spire kind of just look up at it and acknowledge it with their eyes, nothing else. And you all head down a several floors. Not many floors. You don't go far from the top, actually. Uh, you get out into what seem are not very well-tread uh, hallways. Um, there, You can tell because there is a layer of dust even formed, uh, like along, there's like a little uh, circumference area in the hallways. Or around, like kind of around the elevator, basically. There's a little pathway that kind of circles it. And then there are two um, passageways uh, one off to the north, one off to the south. And there is uh, a trail. You can even make out the trail because the dust has been formed so hard, like on this top floor. Uh, there is a trail of footprints that you can tell are fairly recent. And Corvida the auger kind of gestures forward. Um, actually, no, she's going to lead the way. Never mind. She kind of sweeps forward, her her black raven-esque robes kind of trailing behind her. 
And as she walks forward, she goes, um, Yes, there were several others who came asking about them before. I'm afraid you're going to be quite disappointed by the results, I'm sorry to say. I doubt it. Hmm. And she gives you a polite smile and kind of nods. You see, they left here empty-handed. Well, except for the vision I had of them. I gave them that. But they left here without answers. Where are you taking us, then? I'm showing you all we have to offer. For you see, we have but one prophecy here in the spire that mentions the word key and the word eon, all contained within its singular prophecy. There are many visions, no visions that mention this, and we have far fewer prophecies. Visions are brief glimpses into the future, if you will. Prophecies are great events foredained to change the course of history itself. We have few of those, and they are from far beyond my time. They came to the spire when the spire is but young, but yet they remain to tell their story for the day when they might possibly come true. I will show you what I showed them, and I hope you... I hope you are satisfied, for we have nothing else to offer you. And she leads you down these stony hallways, and they kind of twist and wind and down, down rounded hallways, and she brings you into a room. She turns, after, after walking for what feels like quite a while, uh, into just the circles. It feels like you're kind of just going in circles for a bit. And she brings you to this room, doorless room. And in this, she enters into it. And as you enter into the room, the, the room is vertically quite spacious, goes up and up and up. The room itself is only about 20 feet deep. And there is a pedestal set into the center of this room on which lays a kind of leather-bound, uh, heavy tome. It looks like its pages are blank. It's open to the very first page. And it has like this parchment, this kind of vellum, and a simple uh, kind of feather quill sitting right next to it uh, with a little vial uh, that looks to be full of some kind of ink. And the feather, the quill is just kind of sitting in the little um, in the little vial, and she walks up, and there is this great stone wall kind of laid out, and carved into this stone wall, uh, not far off the ground, only about only about maybe three feet off the ground. Uh, there are these words kind of etched into stone. They look like ancient words carved into the stone. And she kind of just, she takes a few t steps into the room and then gestures forward and she goes, I don't know what these keys of Eon are or where you heard about them, but I assure you, this is all we have to go on for them. I'm going to roll I'm insight. On her? Yeah. Yeah, yeah baby. 19. Yeah, she seems to be telling you the truth. What language are these words in the wall in? They are written in common. Common. 
Common tongue. They are actually, they are, yeah, no, sorry. They are written in common, but with an old, like you can tell the words are an old dialect. Like they, they are written kind of, uh, you know, like, like sometimes in old English, mm-hmm. they'll use like an AE when they mean like an A or sure. something like that. Like you can tell, but it's, it's not obscure enough to completely, uh, you know, dis like, like completely confuse you as to what the words actually mean. Uh, you see them, and you can read them clearly enough. It just takes a bit of like, oh, the A is an A, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What does it read? The words read, the ancient words carved on this wall, possibly having been here for millennia, read, for air lost, a vault built to apprehend, greatest powers locked away, Eons pass time on after the rend. Keys unveiled by pen when comes the day. Does someone read that out loud? And then Corvida says, Kate Corvida will read that out loud. And she goes, So as you can see, we are still waiting for the keys to be unveiled. We have left a quill and book there for the day when we shall receive the rest of the prophecy. And pen starts to slowly step forward reading these words as well. And she holds her hands up against, and she she holds them out in front of her, uh, fingers spread, and she just holds them and approaches the wall slowly. And her hand reaches out and touches the word pen on the wall. And as she does, there is a light that starts glowing from the letters themselves. Oh, they start shit. emanating this glow. And Penn immediately like lifts her hands up in the air and, and backs up and, and starts a little bit and then immediately backs up uh, and comes up to you, Whiskers, and, and like takes your hand. And the words start to rise up in the air all the way, all the way. They, they start to raise like about 10, 15 feet up in the air. And then beneath them, new words that look just as ancient as the old words begin carving themselves. Like, like there's little like bits of rock and pebble oh. just being carved off through little like cuts that seem to be happening in the air. Oh. And Corvida starts looking around with with like bulging eyes looking at all of you. And the following words are revealed. Noah, don't worry, you don't need to write them down. I know you're like trying to write them down, but don't worry, I'll give them all to you guys. Just listen to them now and, and take them in. In haunted Fay Wood lay one such key, a glade for Omnigigan eyes. Defiled by sanguine thirst and greed, Elves' revenge, a blood moon in disguise. A lost key held fast in the would-be god's fist, In molten bowels of beaten rage, War forged by those who don't exist, Spoiled fruit of broken tinker's age. Amidst serpent fangs rests this key with the dead, A necropolis built for heroes unmarred, a dragon is bled for one worse in its stead, labyrinth lurking, a gory guard. A key left to rust in a sovereign hoard, a cloaked crown built on coins of black. The queen's not the queen, a rose is a sword, feigned faces bleed and the dead air comes back. And then a little separated from the rest of them reads, the frozen cell holds elder powers fate, keys and times toll the ancient price. To long lost depths, true dwarves will light the way. Best for all, the awful sacrifice. 
Okay, John. Well, I guess this is where we split now. I'm going to see what the heck is this. <laughs> yeah. Look, I was uh, along for all the other parts, you know, killing the boars and the teleportations and the people dying and bringing back, bring to, life. back to life. Yeah, and, what's uh, up, John, by the way? Uh, hey, you? howdy. Uh, yeah, nice to see you again. I give you a handshake. <laughs> it was, it was awesome. hey, man. It's uh, pleasant, pleasant to see you again. Uh, but uh, this is kind of, this is a little much. What, uh, do you fellas want to explain any of this? Uh, like what the Not heck is this? Really, no. Yeah, I pretty much. Don't really think you've no. got uh, anything to do with it. Well, that's not necessarily fair. You did bring me back, which we appreciate, John. Fellas, I'm just a curious guy by nature. But you know, if you don't want to share, that's not. I think knowing this information might be dangerous to yes. you. So this so is you... why we might refrain from telling you what we think this means. But doesn't that doesn't make you any less of a friend, John? It's true. <laughs> he turned at that. He's like, I, I appreciate it. That's that's very nice, very kind of you. Well, yeah. fellas, I I do wish you all the best. Then, I, 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 if you guys are heading back to the village, I'd like to go with you. I don't I don't know what's in the woods down there. It could be anything, these days. Well, I, I'm not quite sure we are. I think we're leaving yet. <laughs> Gotta do look at the. I don't even know what they say yet. So, um, so you wouldn't mind if I just stuck around for a bit and just, you know, just mosey about, talk to the monks. Cool. I mean, yeah, do your thing. We'll see you later. I guess. Yeah, great. You know, Berga goes back and forth to town on her own all the time, and you know, she's just a little lady. She doesn't even fight. Actually, uh, no, she hasn't been back to the monastery in some time because of the boar. But now the boar's dead, and there, you know, there you go. Berga, are the woods safe or? Berga kind of starts looking around a little nervously, and she goes, "Um, uh, yeah, I, um, the way back should be uh, clear now that the boar's gone. If that's what you mean." Okay. And I put out my left. I really hard. <laughs> I use all my strength to raise my left hand. Why your left hand? Because I couldn't it's move it before. Heart. And oh. then I couldn't move it before because it, yeah, my whole left side was numb. And then I finally raised my left hand. And I realize that I'm raising my left hand to shake your arm, so I'll just put it down and raise my right arm. Oh, okay. That's why I was asking. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Uh, yeah, and I take it, and I, and I shake it, and I say, uh, well, fellas. Uh, if we're ever back in Goatsgate. Best oh. of luck to you then, and uh, yeah, if you come through Goatsgate, uh, I'm sure I can help you out in some way. While this is happening, Corvida is just eyes wide open. <laughs> she is just taking in all the information. She is just <laughs> looking at the words. This is never, she's like, this is, this is remarkable. This is... I can't believe this. I can't believe this. This is, oh my, oh, this, we must go speak to the Hierophant. We must go to the Hierophant. And Who's she turns, the Hierophant? The Hierophant. He has, but, he will have the answers for us. If you must, and she looks to you, John, and she goes, I heard what you were saying. Um, yes, um, you, uh, you're not with them. And she kind of looks around to the rest of them. Uh, no, ma'am, just, uh, friendly carpenter from Goatsgate. Uh, yes, you uh, head downstairs. I'm going to speak with them. Um, the, the sister Valana and brother Cygnus. You'll meet them down by the foyer. They'll make sure you are well taken care of. Sure. Okay, fellas. Well, uh, best of luck to you, and uh, I'll uh, hopefully I'll see you again sometime. Before he goes, can I try to grab a lock of his hair, a little piece of his hair? <laughs> uh, you what? can try. It like, seems like you're just... It. Sure. Like, like, yeah. Are you? Uh, I think that's going to be a. Just FYI, I'm also going in for a handshake and a hug, probably around the same moment. 
Okay, so if everyone's Unrelated. doing so, I think it's going to be a sleight of hand versus your perception check. Put her there. No hard feelings. Just didn't pro- want you to get hurt. You know? Ooh, not good. I got a six, sixteen hand. seven for me. Yeah, uh, you d- just pluck off yeah, a little yeah. bit of hair without John noticing. All right. And you all give John hugs and handshakes yeah. and stuff all around. Uh, even Penn kind of gives you a little, a little mm. bit of a hug because just you guys have been through something. Mm. You're a hell of a guy, John. I hope our paths Thank cross. Thank you, You too, buddy. Hey, and uh, between you and me. Nobody cares about your feet, bud. What'd you say about my feet? Nothing. Oh my hey, God, I'll see you later, Chevin, and I give you a big high five. I'll return the high five. Great. Yeah. It's a huge slapping one that resounds throughout this tide temple. Oh, shit. One more time. Oh, that sounded weak. Yeah, one more time. One more time. One time. Yeah. Ooh, that, that was that a good one. one. That yeah. was thunderous. And yes. maybe Faldus uh, throws a little bit of thunder at us just because. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. There's he a was slap in the... of thunder in the sky for your high five. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, Faldus was like, woot. <laughs> well, good luck to you guys. <laughs> and then I just back out of the room. Uh, what great. was his name again? <laughs> Exactly. John then, and with that, John, John, you hear Whiskers say that as you back out of the room. We kind of circle down these rock hallways and make your way back to the elevator. Mm-hmm. And there is, uh, fucking, what did I say that guy's name was? The guy by the elevator? Oh, Y'all know his name. Okay. Grotto. Oh, no, it's Bron. Bron. Bron by the elevator. Grotto's pizza. And he's just standing there with the, the most pouty look on his yeah. face. And he sees just you approaching. He goes, what, where's the rest of them? Do I... Uh, eh, you know, uh, I think, uh, they're sticking around. Yeah, okay, that's I got fine. Some Get on. To- oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. You want to go down or up? Or uh, up? yeah, down's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he activates the pulley and... You so you like your, your job down. here? Oh, yeah. It's fun. Do you like going up and down? Anything, uh... You must tell. You must be able to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Uh, All right. <laughs> and he's just staring. He's just staring into nothingness down at the ground. Great. Like, he's like, uh, John's just poking the ground. It's just a long, awkward ride to the ground. Uh, you, but you boom, clunk at the bottom. You head towards the doorway uh, that leads to the little hallway that leads to the exit, you know? And you open the door. The doors open easily. And you enter into the hallway. There's a little office area to the right. Sister Valana and uh, Brother Cygnus are kind of sitting at the table, or sorry, Sister Valana sitting at the table reading a book called The Practice of Patience, and Brother Cygnus is perched Why, why on are you like, looking right at me? I was just looking around. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't like a jab at like, oh, The Practice of Patience, you know. <laughs> oh, it's Crobin's favorite book. Uh, and then Brother Cygnus is kind of like perched, trying to meditate while like perched on this little stand, but is is like kind of distracted, clearly. He seems mm-hmm. to be jolting a little bit in mm-hmm. his meditating. Mm-hmm. Um, great. So, Sister Valana kind of looks up at you as you round the corner. Great. I just kind of nod at her. Hello. Say, Thanks for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be going now. Oh, no, no, no. Oh. Um, you're not allowed to, to leave. I'm sorry. I, uh, I don't, <laughs> don't quite get your meaning there. Oh, yes. Uh, the Harbingers don't let anyone leave. What does that mean? How does that practically It means you're here. Life? Uh, sorry. Okay. It means you're here. Um. For how long? I don't know. I need um, to until go back. the Hobbingers decide, you are free to go. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm just gonna go to sit and wait until they until they let me go. Okay. All okay. right. And that's what I do. Just gonna go sit you there. just sit by the front door or in the yeah. office? Uh, by the front door. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
That's where we end the story for John. Mm -hmm. Just sitting, waiting in the spire. Just sitting, awesome. waiting in the spire hallway. Yeah, just yep. waiting in the spire hallway. Uh, you're going to be waiting a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, back up in the prophecy room for the Keys of Eon room, Corvida looks at you all and goes, um, well, this is quite a bit of new information. What is your name, girl? She goes, my name is Pen. She goes, and she kind of nods her head and like laughs a little to herself. And she's like, of course it is. Let us go. Let us speak to the Hierophant. We have so much to discuss, all of us. And that is where we'll call it. Ooh. All right. Nice. Awesome oh episode. God. Yeah. Sorry, that was Crazy. a little long one, but, you know, it was a lot to happen. Thank you all very much for listening. You are awesome. We love you so much. We love all of our fans. You are the absolute best. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you for tuning in for this awesome episode of Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town. Tune in next week to find out what happens next to the Spire, what these words of prophecy mean for the Quest Boys. Please write us a review. Please uh, subscribe. Please rate us. Please tell a friend who loves D&D about us as well. Oh my God, it would mean so much to us if you did that. We have a few shout outs for today. Before we do shout outs, yeah. I'd like to thank Danny. Oh my God! Yes, our biggest shout out. Danuary into Danuary. Thank you so much, Danny Cullen. You the man. You need to roll first. Yeah, everyone roll the raise the roof. Everyone raise the roof. All right, I rolled. If you get the DC's one. Oh, exactly what the DC was to bring. Fucking Dalatelowski. It was a great Danuary, and it was a great. Daniel February, Denebuary, yep. Uh -huh. uh, but also, Classic congratulations to me for doing this. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. well, okay. congrats right. to Jerry. Right. Son of a bitch. Uh, yes, and we do have a few uh, shout-outs from our fans. So, we have, I believe it's pronounced Mysterid, M1ST3RID, Mysterid. I'm going to say that's Mysterid. Beep, boop, boop. Uh, thank you for the review on iTunes so much. You awesome. We love you. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Bezos kisses. Uh, we also want to thank Leah Ona, Leah Ona, Jean. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't any of these people have a normal fucking name? They're perfect Wait, for D&D like characters, though. Names. Yeah, come on. That might be a real person oh, named Leona Jean. <laughs> thank you for the review on iTunes. We think this is our huge fan, Lola Clay, uh, who is the best and has done a ton of fan art for us. Lola, oh, yeah, this is you. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. You're the best. Um, Leona Jean is a great name, uh, and we're going to put it in the dang world you just wait thank you very much kelly moore you gave us a shout out on social media we love you we appreciate you yeah, kelly kelly and we uh also would like to thank the mave queen m-a-v-e i believe it's pronounced the mave queen that's Great a very name. Cool, that's name. A cool name for your review on itunes we love you we appreciate you we want you to live on forever in our hearts <laughs> and in our minds <laughs> thank you to eric delong for writing the music <laughs> <Nice>. please <laughs> at us at magic quest boys on twitter and instagram and use our hashtag mqbd everybody have a great rest of your denebuary. Thank you so much for listening. Please tune in next week to find out what the keys, keys of Eon are. See you next week. Toodaloo. Bye. Bye, Bye Danny. Bye. Bye. The Magic Quest Boys. 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 Magic Quest